Good morning, Christchurch. It is so good to have you with us on this Sunday morning. And uh, I hope you're all well. Hope you are coping with uh, self-isolating and all those kind of things. And uh, social distancing, all the kind of words that we now have got so used to. Uh, and I'm really missing you guys. I'm missing seeing your lovely faces on a Sunday morning. But hopefully we'll all be back together again soon. I thought we would start a new sermon series. Uh, as we are all kind of effectively stuck in our homes at the moment, uh, I thought we would do a sermon series on home. The Bible says all sorts of things about home and I thought we'd just spend a few weeks exploring some of the ideas it has around home and what that means. And uh, it'll be uh, just a little exploration. It's not gonna be a deeply theological thing, just some things for you to think about. Uh, and today I wanna to start in a really simple place. I'm going to start to talk around how God has made us home in you. Because that's how it all starts for all of us, isn't it? That's what it means, really. When we, if we're to really understand what God wants for our homes, we need to start here, in this place, that God has made us home in us. We heard in our reading where Paul says this, I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his Holy Spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. It's a powerful image that, isn't it? God dwelling in our hearts. God dwelling within us. It's an image. We talk about that a lot, actually, don't we? We often talk about God dwelling in your heart, but actually this is the only time that phrase is used in the whole Bible. But it's a powerful image that we love to talk about. But there are other ways in which the Bible talks about God living in us. And so the most popular one is uh, John 14, verse 23. Anyone who, this is Jesus talking, anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them and we will come to them and make our home in them. And I love it that in, in the Greek, the word truly is home. It's not about a house, a building or anything like that. It is home. We will make our home. We will come and dwell for all eternity within you. When you come to me, when you receive my love, when you obey my teaching. And in other places, especially in the New Testament, it talks about Christ in us. The New Testament talks about our bodies being a temple of the Holy Spirit who's alive within us. The Bible talks about us being filled with the Holy Spirit. And so this imagery all the time is of God coming to be within us, making his home in us. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The whole Trinity, that's, a big, that's big, isn't it? In you, wow. If that's not life-changing, I don't know what is. God has decided to make his home in the hearts of men and women like you and me. And it all starts with a simple prayer, an invitation. Paul prays here, doesn't he? He says right at the beginning uh, that uh, I pray that out of his glorious riches he will strengthen you so that Christ may dwell in your hearts. Christ comes into our hearts when we invite him in. 
when we invite him to live within us, when we say to, to Jesus, I thank you for all that you've done for me. I thank you for the cross. I thank you that you died for me and you rose again. I want to live my life for you, so come and live in me. It starts with a simple invitation. And it goes on from there, doesn't it? Because it's through the power of the Holy Spirit that Christ dwells in our hearts. It's God doing the work. We, all we simply do is open the door and God does the work and comes and moves in. I don't know about you, but I've moved quite a lot in my life. It is hard work moving house. Fortunately, when God moves into your heart, he does all the work. It is not about what you do. You simply open the door and invite him in. What a wonderful image that is. But there is a warning with all of this. That God dwells in the hearts of those who are obedient to Jesus' teaching. We heard that in the John verse. Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. My Father will love them and we will come to them and make our home in them. Obedience to the teaching of God. Living life God's way. That's holiness. That's what it means to be holy, to live life God's way. See, when we invite God into our hearts, we want him to be comfortable there, don't we? I don't know about you, but my wife is uh, absolutely a stickler on all this. When people come to, to for a meal or to stay, she wants to give them her very best. She wants to give them the best because we, we can't do that. You know, it's beyond our it's beyond our finances, it's beyond our abilities, but we give them our very best. She spent the last two days repainting our spare bedrooms because when our daughters come and stay, they don't like the colour of the, the paint. So she's repainted them because she wants them to experience the best that we can offer. When we invite God to live within us, we should be offering him the very best we have. We should be living life to the very best of our ability. Avoiding those things that we know are wrong. Avoiding those things that we know take us down dark paths. We should be doing those things that we know we should be doing, like prayer and reading scriptures and sharing our faith with those around us. These are the things that God has called us to. These are the things that lead us into holiness. Holiness is not simply not doing sin, not doing things wrong. Holiness is living the whole of our life for God. And when he lives in us, he doesn't just live. I mean, we talk about the heart as a kind of place around here, don't we? But God lives in all of us, our minds, our hearts, our guts. He's in our hands and our feet. He, he moves us. He is the Lord of all of our life, not just part of our life. We give him the very best. And I wonder... Are you giving God your best today? If you're living with an, an awareness of God in you, if you've invited God to live in your heart, are you giving him your best? Even in these lockdown days, are you living life in a way that is obedient to him? The other side of this is this that when God lives in our hearts, 
we experience his incredible love firsthand. Listen to what it says in our passage from Ephesians. I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all of the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love that surpasses knowledge. God's love for you is beyond your imagination, but you get a taste of it when you invite Jesus into your life, into your heart, to live within you. It's in that place of real intimacy that you discover just how much God loves you. And he does. That's why he wants to live in you. Not just outside of you, not just up in heaven somewhere. He wants to live within you because he loves you. And the wonderful thing is that, in, I mean, in these days of self-isolating, social distancing and all that kind of stuff, there's a cry in the heart of all sorts of people to just to reach out and connect again with people. Andrew and I were talking just last night you know, the highlight of the week is when we go outside to clap the NHS and we see all our neighbours and we're able to connect just for a few minutes and wave and catch up with people. There's a longing, I've seen it on social media and, and even the news, people talking about a longing just to have a, a sense of touch with people, to shake hands, have a pat on the back, a hug. People are crying out for connection. But for those who know that God is living in their hearts, there is nothing that can distance us from that love. His love for you will never ever change and you can never escape it. Why? Because it is in you. Because he is in you. You can't run away from it. Wherever you go, God is within you. And he loves you in that place. So today, let me encourage you just to reflect on this passage. It might be that you've never invited God into your heart. I want you to do that today. To experience his incredible love firsthand. To not simply experience it by other people talking about it, but for you to know it deep within why don't you do that today if you've never invited Jesus to live in your heart? All you need to do is say, Lord, come and live in me. I thank you for all that Jesus has done for me. I thank you that he died on the cross. I thank you that he rose again for me. I thank you that he calls me back into relationship with you. Come and live in my heart and I will live all of my life for you. That's all you need to pray. And if you do that today, tell us about it. Put it in the live chat or, or simply send us an email. Office at christchurchsouthport.org.uk That's all you need to do. And we'd love to hear from you and support you as you journey with God. Not just journey with him, but journey with him in you. The second thing I want you to do today is if you know that you've invited Jesus into your life, that he is living within you. How comfortable is Jesus in you right now? Are you living a life that is giving him your best? 
Are you living a life that says, yeah, I'm putting Jesus first. I'm putting Jesus right at the top of my to-do list. He's the one I will live for. If not, why don't you pray today? Just say that you're sorry to God. Reflect on those areas of your life that you know you need to change, that you know that you need to put God first. Because when we do that, we start to reorder our lives, reorder our hearts around him so that effectively he is comfortable within our hearts. That our home for him there is a place where he longs to dwell. Offer your heart today to Jesus and he will come and live in you and it will change everything. Let me pray for you today. Lord, I wanna thank you for my brothers and sisters. I wanna thank you, Lord, uh, for them watching this. And I pray, Lord, that for all of them, no matter where they are in their journey with you, that they would know something of your love today, that they'd be able to offer you their best, that they'd be able to give to you all that you deserve and create space in their hearts for you to live freely. Lord, help them to know the extent to which you love them today. In Jesus' precious name. Amen.